Hello and welcome to another episode of Stealing the Remote. Uh, I'm Eli. I am still in my post-con depression uh, from Dutch Comic Con. For lack of a San Diego, this is the biggest we've got. Um, so uh, it's weird not being in cosplay today. Um, with me, as always, is uh, the woman who insists on stealing my best chair whenever we record, my mother. Well, good morning. It's a Sunday morning here in summertime, so it's very early. Yeah, daylight savings has begun, so we're uh we we haven't slept quite as much as we thought we had when we woke up. It's it's weird, but hopefully we'll still be fresh and fruity. Yeah, fruity fresh this morning <laughs> rather than recording at night and being tired as always. What we are discussing today is uh, the third installment in the DC Cinematic Universe, the Justice League Universe, if you will, Suicide Squad by David Ayer, um, and I, I promised this, I've done some things in between, but I figured it was time to, to reintroduce you to uh, the universe, and and hopefully you wouldn't hate, us, hate it as much as you did BVS. So, um, what did you think, besides that you liked the music? Yes, I must tell that first, because um, the CD with the music of the film was given to my younger son by Eli. Oh, oh, no, it's mine. I bought it for myself. The CD is mine. Oh. It's not his. He's not getting it. He can buy his own shit. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, we have this CD, and I've listened to it a lot because there's a lot of music from my time in it, in a new version, but, well, I liked the music. So maybe that helped a a little bit because um, it felt like, hey, I know this. And, well, um, let's say it out loud. loud. (laughs) I liked it. I liked the the film very much. So I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm getting used to this shit. <laughs> but um, no, I liked, I liked it a lot, uh, especially because um, everything is explained nicely to ignorant people like me because every figure is, is gets an introduction. This is... Um, yeah, now I don't know what he's Now you called. don't have any names, no, but yeah, but, of course. But everyone is introduced, so I, I can uh, I, I can understand what's happening. And um, I love the girl, the Harley Quinn. Um, what a mouth she has. <laughs> it's, it, and what a smile. Not, it's not, terrible. <laughs> not, not figuratively, but, but quite literally. Her yeah, mouth. yeah, 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 yeah. She has a beautiful mouth, but also a very big one, and she smiles like, well, I know, I know you like the Joker a lot, but her smile is much, much uh, more idiotic. <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah, no, oh, I loved her, and, and Margot Robbie is, is perfectly cast. Uh, we couldn't have done much, much better. So I think that is, across the board, everyone really agrees. Yeah, That's maybe the highlight I... of the movie. She... Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm. You're not that weird, no. Oh, it's it's. Oh, I thought it was special. <laughs> uh, well, given the amount of Harley Quinns 
in in and cosplays and Halloween costumes. Just just yesterday, there are a lot of fans of her right now, as if there weren't enough already. Yeah, but maybe I'll tell something very private. I don't know if I may, but um, Eli has a very large tattoo on his upper leg of Harley Quinn, and I thought, what the heck, who's Harley Quinn? Why put her on your body? But now I saw her, and I thought, well, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> you get it. Oh, great, wonderful. It's uh, a beautiful tattoo, by the way. Very nicely done, especially the face. It's it's her tattoo artist I went to, so I... But it, it's 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 I'm still very happy with it. Yeah, it's it's wonderful, and I'm glad I did it that big on my leg because it gave her him enough space to really really try his hardest. But that that is the the pretty much the main character of the film, probably. I thought Will Smith was because he's the biggest star. It's it's one of the two. Yeah, that's that's sort of a discussion, but yeah. Okay. Well, I liked it. Though there were a lot of explosions <laughs> and a lot of violence, but as I said, maybe I'm getting used to it, so it doesn't bother me that much anymore. But I really enjoyed it. Wonderful. Were there any characters you had heard of before this movie? Um, Harley Quinn. Uh, um, fair enough, yeah. Through your leg, but not otherwise. Yes, and, and I was... <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I said, hey, the Joker is in it too. <laughs> um, well, that was a stupid remark. But okay, the Joker I knew. But it's another Joker as I knew. But that's Which one did you know? Yeah, the one you are always looking oh, at. Oh, yeah, okay. Knight. But you still haven't seen that film. No, I haven't seen it. But when I, when I we'll get to the think Dark of the Joker, Joker um, I always think of Jack Nicholson. Because I know him. And he, for me, he's the Joker. You haven't seen that movie either. No, no, I don't. But I, I know Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I saw the pictures. Yeah, okay. The Not posters the moving must have been pictures, everywhere. but the pictures. <laughs> okay, uh, that's interesting. Both have had, uh, of course, an immense impact on, on pop culture. So it's it's not strange that you're that you've been exposed to it before. But it's this this certainly was a new uh, incarnation and. There has been a plenty of, um, let's say, discussion about uh, its merits, because there are well, a I lot must of fans. Say, who I find this Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Ledger Joker, which is really this, it's, it's not this one. It's Heath Ledger. No, Heath Ledger is the Dark Knight that you haven't seen. That I'm. No, that, the Joker in in uh, in Suicide, Suicide Squad. That's Jared Leto. Oh, they, they, uh, okay. Jer uh, cut it out. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll start anew. Um, Jared Leto. <laughs> okay. Um, the Joker in the Suicide Squad, uh, who is played by Jared Leto. Leto Leto. No one agrees. Well, I thought him um, quite scary. He's, he's, an, he's, he's really psychic. Much more than S psychic is is uh, okay. Then I mean, uh, 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 <laughs> psychopath, <laughs> psychopath, psychopath. <laughs> okay, well he's scary. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, well I, I'm I'm glad you agree. Some some people really couldn't get into this version, but I think there is some. Well, 
there's something greater to be done with it, absolutely. But yeah, there there are some things that annoy me about it. Mostly the the sort of sexual connotations that don't feel very Jokerish in the in the scene in the club where he uh, has to he calls Harley over to give her mm-hmm. as a sort of present to this guy he murders. So that that sort of felt off. I I feel like that's more Jared Leto than than Joker, because I've I've heard him make more remarks. And of course, sex can be funny and taboo and and something to toy with and play with with people. But I don't know. It it felt slightly off to me. Well, I don't know. I have no knowledge of other films, so. To me, it was quite natural. He he was uh, yeah. It, it suited mm. the character, and I, I mean Harley Quinn in the whole film, she's 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 sex. Yeah, she is walking, talking, straight up personified sex. That is yes, true, and that's... and she always kind of has been. She originated in the animated series, um, so as a cartoon character where she wore a jester suit, really like a medieval. Uh, clown suit essentially with the oh okay so it's totally different uh yeah yeah that is her her original costume and but still that is skin tight like if you did that in a modern interpretation it would still be pure sex and we we saw it in the movie actually uh, when she got her stuff back in the in the boxes before they went out into the city mm-hmm. she held up her her black and white uh, black and red uh, costume for a second and she also wore it like for a flash second in there somewhere but I can't show you that right now um, but the costume she's wearing now is very 90s I thought um, I mean who who dresses like that nobody it's it's cartoonesque no of course but it it, it feels even earlier to me really I, I believe it was 80s. inspired yeah by by uh, some rock star I can't remember i don't know there was there was someone but i'm not gonna figure out the name but her costume has of course really uh really grabbed the attention of many many people who wanted to dress up like that so it it, that is a a straight up hit but the joker has not sort of well have the body to to wear it like her uh, like she does that is absolutely true but Hey, they can still do but it. But as a woman, maybe I should uh, remark at this point that it is also, well, really a male point of view that the one woman... No, there's another woman too. But this woman, this superhero woman in the film is dressed this sexy and is, well, like the like all... From 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 all times, woman is the seducer. She's the one who uh, brings all the men to the to the abyss. Abyss. Yeah. No, I I you agree. You know what I mean? I, my English to to an extent, I I had the same gripe with it this time around when I watched it again. I did feel like not all female characters were handled that well. I I. I it's it's been a couple days, but I I do remember feeling like oh this is vaguely sexist and really this wasn't necessary and mm-hmm. uh, uh. so I I get where you're coming from and that's something that was 
better handled in BVS with Wonder Woman, but but this is also something. It's an it's uh, what's changed over the years because do you remember we went to um, um, Ridley Scott's. Um, we went together to yeah we Ridley went Scott together Mother? yeah because I mm-hmm. said you have to see it this is um with um Rutger Hauer as the robot oh Blade Runner Blade Runner I forgot it's that Ridley was Scott, Ridley Scott yeah? I think so yeah, yeah pretty sure okay well Blade Runner this we is about the, films yes so I can to, talk about another oh, film oh absolutely okay Blade Runner we saw it together uh, about a year ago the final the- cut when it came out in cinemas um I have never seen another cut. So that's all I know. Not that I remember it perfectly, but that that is the one we saw, just for reference. Yeah, and I saw it when it came out, somewhere in the eighties, I guess. Mm. And in my memory, it was a, a really good movie. And um, so I said to Eli, "Come, let's go and see it because this is a movie you have to see." But when I saw it again, I thought, "Oh my God, what a sexist way to treat a woman!" I mean, there were scenes in it. You couldn't, you couldn't make them now like that. Yeah, there are things you, know, you don't get that, away with. That she is, anymore. I don't know. She was a beautiful woman, by the way, but I've never seen her in another film again, I guess. <laughs> but, um, she was great in that film, but she, he, there's a scene where he kisses her and she says no, and he says, well, no, when a woman says no, don't bother, she, she likes it anyway, something like that. That's yeah, how. something. Completely so, against consent, like yeah. you, you can't do that. Yeah, like you would get so much flack for that. So I was wondering. I didn't see that reason. in the eighties. I didn't see it. So over the years, um, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's a good things. Things have changed. Also, you cannot, and and you see it in in back. Um, Back to the Future? No, no, no. I should have Oh, uh, looking in back retrospect. in retrospect. Retrospect. Yeah. That's what the word I was looking for. So that's interesting too, to, to realize that what I saw when I was, I mean, I was then in my 20s and I thought it normal and now I see it and I think, oh my God. <laughs> so that's also with a Harley Quinn figure. I thought, yeah, she looks great. She's wonderful, but... Well, we've been talking about this a lot lately. Um, it's also, yeah, it's, it's quite, quite, um, sexist. Well, there, things you do with it are, are sexist, of course. But, but on the other hand, she's a strong lady. Exactly. She is a character that has a personality that has agency that. Yeah. Is, but on the other hand, she does everything out of love for her Joker. Oh, absolutely true. So but you have to set all... you have to set that up to give her agency in the future because, um, fr- from her origins, that relationship is just very manipulative, very abusive. Uh, they cut out the physical abuse because people don't want to see that apparently in movies. But that is supposed to feel wrong. Like the stuff with with Joker. That's not necessarily sexist. That is just the beginning of telling a story of a essentially an abuse survivor. And she has to cut herself loose from Joker and be her own person eventually. And there will be more movies where I'm sure they'll tackle it better. 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 But that is the, 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 the point I have more issue with the, 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 like the 
seeing her get dressed and everyone stopping and looking like that is just come on you didn't have to do that you didn't have to shoot it that way it was just sort of unnecessary and that is purely on the filmmaker's part but the story can still portray uh her being in a in a oppressed or disadvantaged uh, position or situation without judging that as oh this is normal this is healthy this is what it's supposed to be like of course there are idiots who are idealizing and romanticizing the abuse and the relationship because hey there are two hot people in a movie who are making out and i want to be like that and couples dressing up like it but you have to be more realistic and and see through that like it's not that great of a relationship if it's at all a relationship mm-hmm. well let's go to the other woman in the film she's tough she's terrible but i love her i i think i know who you're talking about there are actually two more women in the movie one of which you probably just forgot because i was like She's barely in it. Who are you talking about? But no, no, the other one is in the movie, and she's she's so worth who, discussing. You're who are f- we talking about now? <laughs> yeah, you're you're <laughs> probably forgetting Katana, the Japanese woman with a, a oh, samurai yeah. sword. Yeah, oh, yeah, but she, yeah, yeah. She was oh, also in it. I'm doing it again. Oh no! I told myself not to say yeah, yeah, yeah all the time. I won't cut it's out every yeah. I, terrible. It's, it's, too much too yes much you are right yes i forgot totally about this japanese japanese yeah yeah she was right. japanese oh that's terrible i didn't relate to her yeah but she all. was thrown in like at the last possible second and had so little to do so i can forgive you for that she was just sort of there yeah and you you even saw the extended cut where she has like an extra scene of i'm not hiding and i'm like well that that Fair enough, that was cut out of the theatrical cut because it doesn't really add that much. No, but I'm I'm talking about the boss. Yeah, the wall. Amanda Waller, the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she was great. Viola Davis uh, really did a great job. And that sort of counterweighs the, the whole objectifying of, of the strong villain character that is female. So, so, um, with another female villain, essentially, but one who is not perfectly slim and who has everything under control. and Not that... perfectly slim. She's a woman. She looks like a normal woman. I agree. That's, but she's not... That's how a woman looks, you know? A woman has a body <laughs> and breasts and an ass and... <laughs> And, and that's how she's, she's more woman than, I mean, Harley Quinn is a girl. That is essentially the difference. Yeah, I, I get a, what you're trying to say. I mean, Harley, no, but in my. But she's opinion, not objectified. Like, she's not a sexual person in this movie. Waller. Yeah. No, no, no. No, but that's also, I think Harley Quinn is also the, she's a girl. Yeah, she's she young, she's naive, she's codependent. She is definitely not quite there yet. I mean, she has this little hot pants on, but she also could have a, a little um, girl's school uniform. I mean, it's also oh, the, the wet dream of every man, you know, the little girl with the blonde hair and the big mouth and barely dressed. Yeah, and ponytails. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, definitely. And, and, and Viola Davis, that's the woman. She has the power. This is 
I mean, if anyone should seek a, a role model, well, maybe uh, Viola Davis is the better choice. Although she's a to an bit harsh. <laughs> to an extent, like she is still at the end of the day, she is more so the villain of the story than than any of the bad guys in the team because she is just shown straight up murdering her own team and and yeah holding exactly and holding (laughs) i mean it's a wonderful scene but it's it's she's all about holding leverage over people and forcing them to do what they don't want to and i mean it's her job but But it's a good thing that a woman is doing it oh absolutely absolutely so maybe it's a feminist movie Hey, maybe there there has been discussion like is is this feminist or sexist like cuz the line sort of seems blurred sometimes to people like are we supposed to endorse this or is it not that that gets difficult sometimes cuz some things are are really trying to be feminist and are still harmful i i saw a trailer uh, a couple of days ago for um a movie with Scarlett Johansson cuz she's in everything but about uh she's omnipresent <laughs> that must be it um but she uh, was a movie about uh, four girls on a on a bachelorette party who end up hiring a stripper and they kill the stripper which <laughs> is a stupid cliche like that is bad when you do it with four guys who kill a female stripper but it's not any better when you turn it around and just flip the genders, that's not feminism. That's still killing a sex worker, essentially. So, um... Not that all strippers are sex workers, but you get my point. Another another, uh, Tangent, side side track, whatever. Side track. Um, Well, we should watch uh, The Stilte rond Christine M., which is a Dutch movie from the 80s also, which tells the story about four women who don't know each other and they meet in a store and they kill um they kill someone i forgot who the four of them and then <laughs> Just someone yes uh, and and the movie is about why why what's the motive and christina m she doesn't speak she's totally silent that's the silence around christine m that's the title course, yeah and the good thing about that movie is um there is no motive there's just no motive. You see the four women who all have a dramatic life with abusive men and it's just the rage and the anger and they meet up and, and one of them, she takes an, um, coat hanger with a iron. Yeah, the old metal ones and she starts. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. And then they kill him. This a man, of course. Yes, they kill a man, but I don't know if it's the shopkeeper or I don't remember. Probably, who knows? But that that sounds so. It's very not much... new for women killing a man. I mean, oh no, that's that's maybe not the thing. The but killing killing a stripper by accident and then having to hide the body that as mm-hmm. a pre- as a premise for a comedy is just it's a comedy. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, exactly. Because what you're describing sounds very much like every piece of dutch literature we're we're kind of cynical in that way like there is no motive it's it's just wanting to kill people is is just what people do because people are bad and no 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 it's not like that it's like there is so much anger and so much sorrow and so much rage they cannot express yeah, life. in their lives because they're in abusive relationships or otherwise are very unhappy and 
it yeah, yeah i saw it at that time i don't know if i see it again what will what i will think but in that in those days i thought it's um yeah it has to get out and this is the way it got out yeah and no. this man was a random victim it could have been anyone exactly no but that is like the randomness we we sort of like that but it's it's life drives you up to a certain point and it's sort of unavoidable to to end up in in like that mental state of, of knowing no other no but we there's there's out. loads of movies with men who have dominant mothers and then evolve to serial killers because of the mother of course that and we all think around. this is normal and this film about those four women there was a, a great discussion uh, women wouldn't do that women know so in yeah, that sense are, are... this waller is a good i think oh I'm, absolutely like this this like not every everyone is a killer and not every woman is a killer but i think there will there are women like waller oh, absolutely. and i think it's a good thing in a movie you see uh, for for a change you see a woman boss who just kills everyone and doesn't uh, yeah, someone, seem bothered by it. Yeah, someone that ruthless to be a woman is is not a bad idea at all. And of course, that women just... are are human too. You know? Oh, it's, really? It's in the human nature. Oh, you, Some people kill. You know? You you can. I think. Okay. Yeah, well, you completely forgot to in, in, instill in me the the sense that women were people. But in, during my my being raised, but. All right. No, no. Good to know. Like now, I need, now I know. I'm telling you every day. I'm just. I'm. Just... That's all we talk about. That's. <laughs> I'm human. Good morning, Eli. Did you know women were people? Treat them like human beings. Okay, mom. Good morning. Can I have some breakfast? Yes. And after twenty years, it's getting into his head. Yeah. Slowly, but. I I can't I can't un un remember it. It's wonderful. Um. No, but of course, her her being a woman is isn't much of a choice by the filmmakers that is just from the comic books because oh. they are quite faithful in a lot of ways they're trying very hard to put in little easter eggs like harley quinn's original costume and uh having a lot of uh visual imagery like like frames representing panels or colors from comic books so they they did really make an effort to put in a lot of, of characters the the building is named after the author of the first couple of suicide squad books um there's a a ton of stuff in there so they they did try to pay homage to uh the source material in that way and that that is always commendable because we've seen too many times that comic book movies are just sort of really loose adaptations of source material and basically disregarding the comics as ah, child stuff. So that that is always pleasant to see and it just shows that the comics do uh, things right. In, in this case, like having female characters that are of a variety and, and against... The stereotypes but and and speaking of stereotypes this this movie has also been been lauded for uh its its representation its diversity so that is something you can't really deny that that they did well to have this this uh, there's a latino guy there's a black guy there's a black woman there's there's a crocodile yeah the crocodile is the black guy now that i think about it there are it two is. black guys is the crocodile black guy Underneath all the makeup, he's a black guy. Okay. Yeah. 
See, this is this is why racism shouldn't be a thing underneath. <laughs> if you cover it up with makeup, you can't see if someone's black or well, white. Well, let's talk about Will Smith, um, who I think has done well. If we have to talk in American, uh, who has done a lot for the Afro-Americans. No, I think well, I African was African-American is sort of like on its way out. I hear it oh. a lot less. Okay, so what do I say? I don't know. These days. I I'm pretty sure black is fine. I'm I'm not sure because it's well, anyway. Will Smith, let's talk about him. Because to me Will Smith is still the fresh prince of Bel-Air. I know he did a lot since then, but that's all the last I saw of him. <laughs> because the most of the movies he plays in are not the kind of movies I go and see. Was he in Independence Day? Yeah. Oh, great, yeah. But I saw Independence Day because... Oh, well, wait, the second one. He wasn't in that. Yeah, I think so. He was in the original, but not in Resurgence. Maybe they flashback to him. Oh, maybe. I thought he was in that. I'm pretty sure he didn't return because he was making Suicide Squad. Which was a wise choice on okay. his part. Well, no, he was, I think, well, anyway. Maybe in flashback. Maybe in like, oh, look, like the first movie and where he had a son or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, anyway, what I wanted to tell, I saw Independence Day. I was forced to it because, well, School let's say, it, yeah, right? I'm a yeah. teacher. I'm sorry, I'm a teacher of German language, by the way, not English. And I was forced to see it with a uh, hundred... Uh, students. <laughs> this sounds um, like such a bad idea on paper. And, um, well, they enjoyed it very much, and I slept through most of it. Some explosions woke me up, and then I <laughs> f fell back asleep. Um, I, it was a terrible <laughs> movie. I, it's not for me, these kind of movies. No, but it's, but it's back to not Will Smith. Anyone. He didn't bother me. So that's a good thing. In this movie. Yeah. So in Suicide Good. Squad, he was um, um, a, a believable um, character. Yeah, I, I didn't feel all the time like, oh, I'm watching Will Smith do Will Smith, because Will Smith yeah. tends to do... Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> like, hey, this is... Hey, Will we agree. We didn't yeah. talk of this never no, before. No, but, that, but is, that is the cliche, like, like Will Smith trying to save the world again, like... It's just him playing the hero and basically himself. But this is such a different character that he sort of had to get out of that. And for the director to make the bold choice of doing what uh, Will Smith describes as the two things you should never do to your leading man, namely shave his head and let him grow a beard, is is bold. Is And it gets away from seeing Will, Will Smith in it. And I've said Will Smith more than enough now, because I, I don't want to say it another time <laughs> for the coming weeks. But the good thing is, he's not um, standing out. He's part of the group. He's not like, I'm the big star, I have to have the most... Uh, um, yeah, I, I, he doesn't coverage. need the biggest part and the um, most screen time. It's just, he's playing well with others, and I hear... Yeah. And they, they've become very good friends, like all of the cast. So that's that's wonderful for such an ensemble film. No, by the way, I don't think he's a, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Is really a nice guy. So I think Will Smith is a nice guy too. He yeah. just chooses the wrong roles. 
Oh, definitely. I think it could do much more than all these Independence Day shit. Yeah, but after all these years, he's it'll not bring a bad him a lot actor. Of money, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But did you find out? Um, because I asked you when we were watching it, I uh, Viola Davis was very familiar to me, but I don't know from where from, from which. Yeah, roads. I tried to look it up for you, but. Really, I couldn't find anything that you said, oh, it might be this, and it just wasn't there. So you have to check the IMDb page yourself, but I, I can't help you. She has this, this, she has a beautiful face. She has such a strong, uh, strong willed bone structure. I... She has a face you don't forget. Oh, definitely. She's, um, yeah, she, she, she I, I really liked her in this mm-hmm. film. Yeah, no, her, her Although style was Although she was, was not so... She wasn't not a likable... Nice <laughs> she's not a likable character, but... No, but you don't... I didn't get to hate her. I mean, it was maybe meant to to be the, the character you hate, but somehow she did it in a way that I thought, well, yeah, if this is your job, you have to do it like this. Mm-hmm. She didn't do it out of cruelty or out of... I don't know... It's maybe like Alexander Mahone in Prison Break. He's the bad guy, but uh, during the series, he turns, he gets more human. Yeah, that that is a, a thing to to toy with to to play back and forth in. Like, is are and, and that is something the the entire film sort of explores. Like, are are people just just bad because of what they do, or is there a human side underneath that and that? goes for every character essentially like well maybe not so much for captain boomerang he's just a dick but uh, who's that that's the guy with the boomerang the australian guy where you're like why is he talking so weird he's australian he dies the first didn't he? no that's oh. slipknot because i've really felt sorry for the fireman the fireman the man who got put oh el diablo uh, yeah yeah because he was he didn't want to use his powers but he had to Mm-hmm. At some point, and he was uh, one of the few who had um, an emotional life because all the others are quite cartoonesque. They don't have depth. Are you um, saying something wrong now? No, no, no. <laughs> like as I've I've said before to you, this is not my favorite of the DC films. It's it's oh. I thought, well, at last I like something he likes, but it's a film you don't like. Okay, good. No, no, I, I enjoy it, but it's it's not brilliant. There are a lot of flaws, but uh, that's because that's probably why I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but in a, in a sense, it's it's more general audience appeal, and mm. that is why it's made a lot of money. But there are. Just as a film, there are a lot of mistakes and missed opportunities and weird things. Like the the pink unicorn is funny, but we we are reminded of it like three times, and he puts it in his jacket in that space, and then he gets stabbed. And there is no pink unicorn that saves him. It's a bundle of money, and we don't even know where he got that. And that just is it's it's weird. It should have been. The unicorn, that's what you're expecting. That's what you're setting up. Otherwise, the unicorn in this movie has no function. It's just, ha he has a pink unicorn. Okay. My father 
your grandfather, who uh, was a director in uh, amateur uh, theater, his um, when when I w we watched movies together a lot, and then he always said, um, um, "That's a uh, um, director's fault." Yeah. Foutje van de regisseur. Mm. So I, from him, I learned to watch carefully for these things. You know, he's getting into the rain, he's getting wet, and then suddenly he's dry. You know, yeah, these continuity are the is yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Like, so I totally missed what you are telling me now about this pink unicorn and the bundle of money. But yes, that's the director's fault. Yeah, that's continuity fault. That's that's stupid. Yeah, and it's it's sort of understandable because he had like six weeks to write the script, which isn't a lot, and he has shot it in like a, a six months, which isn't a lot. And there, it was just a really rushed production, and there have been competing cuts of, of like the trailer house coming in to recut the movie into a different thing, and it totally shifting from what it was meant to be originally, which is probably why it's so colorful and and fun because one of the trailers was like that and the reaction to that trailer was phenomenal so they were like let's shuffle the movie around a bit oh and they 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 just changed things like that so it feels like that bundle of money would have probably been in the original script and, and <laughs> he he stole some money somewhere along the way and that's that's the gag and then they found the pink unicorn and were like let's put this in and they forgot to Re reshoot the scene mm -hmm. where he he pulls out the bundle of money instead of the pink unicorn as it should be. So that's that's just that could have been really wonderful, and that's just a little thing that had to be pointed out to me by by a video essay on YouTube. But it's a waste, and that is just. So you didn't think of it yourself. What. This no, this 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 thing. <laughs> I thought, wow, wonderful that you saw that because I didn't see it at all. Oh no, it, it, I I realized that as soon as someone analyzed it because it to me it was just a weird moment that didn't click, but mm -hmm. I didn't know why it didn't click. Okay, but it's just a loose thread that shouldn't be in a tight script, and the whole uh, light in the sky and and uh, cliche villain in a sense that was that has been criticized and I, I get why because the suicide squad might be more suited for a grounded threat that isn't look magic things floating in the air and debris and lightning and all cg and so it's it's just not as as deep and now what we were talking about is that you said uh, there wasn't a lot of depth in the characters, and that might be the only part where I think they did really try to get some in there, because they are humanizing every every character. They are giving Deadshot that relationship with his daughter, and they are giving Harley her tragic backstory with with the Joker, and they changed some things in that origin, but let's not get into that. So there's just there is that character depth. There's just a lot less of depth in the movie in general in the story in the there's there's less symbolism or imagery or layers there's just hey the story of a group of guys that are bad and they have to stop someone who's worse and action so in that sense it's that's more superficial. why i liked it <laughs> yeah so 
all this time you've been saying, I don't like simple action movies. No, you like simple action movies a whole lot better than ones with content. You know, this podcast leads to self-insights. In- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is all about self-discovery. I'm, I'm just a simple person who likes simple movies without depth. Yeah, you, you're just into explosions and that's okay. <laughs> Okay. That's fine. Oh, thank you. It's okay. Oh. Wonderful. Then I think we just need to discuss the ending, the, the after credit scene, when, when my little brother just sort of stormed into the room and I was like, don't just stand up. I know these are credits, but there's another scene after the credits. Because DC doesn't usually do that, but they did with this one it's it's usually a marvel thing to have extra scenes at the end of the credits mm-hmm. well you understood the scene i think pretty well because you said oh is next time going to be some sort of suicide squad versus batman squad and i i sort of had to explain well not quite but yeah it's leading into justice league oh, this film is already there what justice league no it comes out on uh, November 17th. First we have Wonder Woman in like a couple months too. But him gathering intel from Amanda Waller on other metahumans that we've seen in, in Batman v Superman for a split second and him finding out, okay, where are they? What's <laughs> What are their names? And, and gathering uh, so those Batman and trying to make Justice friends. League. Yes. Well, I- he's part of the Justice League. It's not his or anything, but I like Suicide Squad better than Justice League. You don't know that yet. You haven't seen just. You know nothing about Justice League. I don't like Batman. Oh, uh, you don't like Ben Affleck. Is he again Batman in Justice League? He he will. Pr- yeah, in Justice League, absolutely. Who was the other Batman? Chris, Be- Christian Bale. Is he dead? No. So why isn't he playing? Because he was tied to the Nolan series, and Nolan wanted a grounded Batman without any other superheroes or superpowers in the world, and just pure realism. And Bale went along with that vision, and is sort of attached to that world, so he can't play him again, or people would think, oh, this is the same world, which wouldn't make sense. So he's sort of in his own self-contained trilogy and we'll we'll get to those movies but maybe you'll like him better and maybe you'll just really like george clooney as as batman who knows george clooney as batman is this for real or is this this just kidding me no no this has happened unfortunately it's the worst comic book movie prop no not the worst comic book movie it's it's the worst batman movie but we'll 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 is he drinking coffee i think this is before his nespresso days oh Okay. Jay Gyllenhaal could be a nice Joker, too. Who, who knows? It's a bit late for that now, because they've cast someone already, but maybe in the next franchise, when he's too old for it, probably. He's a youngster. Yeah, he won't be when they reboot this universe. Okay. Well, so we have to wait for Justice League. No, first we have Wonder Woman, which will be hopefully wonderful. And who's Wonder Woman? That's uh, Gal Gadot. Uh, who we've seen in BVS, like the the woman who came with a shield and a sword at the end. Oh, her. the one I didn't understand. Oh, yeah, yes, probably. Yes, I read this thing about her, and 
Having hairy or non-hairy uh, armpits. Oh armpits. yes, yes, yes. You, that yes. apparently even made the Dutch newspapers. Like, what are we doing, people? Please, if my mom knows about that, it's a dumb controversy, and it's gone too far. But what do you think about her uh, armpits? I, I don't think if this remark is very nice towards me. Even if my mom even knows it, <laughs> because she's a stupid... Uh, no, you're not a fan. You're not following the news. If you know no, about it's her in armpits... The <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, if it's become that mainstream, something has gone wrong. Because it's not important. No, and it's much... Because this is what I said, I think, in the last post podcast also. Why should a woman in 1923 walk around half-naked? That's more interesting than hairy or non-hairy armpits. And that's again, why is Harley Quinn walking around half naked? Why are all these, why aren't all these women dressed like Viola Davis? Well, Viola Davis is in this film. She's a government official. She, she's dressed like a businesswoman. She's supposed to be. But other characters can dress however the fuck they like. And if we're Listen talking. Again. Misogynist is what you're looking for. Misogynist. Yeah, misogyny. But if if we're talking about an all female culture of Amazons where Wonder Woman comes from and they're dressed like warriors, then well, they're not gonna have long skirts because that doesn't fight that well. So you can wear trousers. Really, pants. Pants in an ancient classical warrior women civilization. The warrior women wore trousers, I think. Mom, the men who were warriors didn't even wear trousers. <laughs> Have you seen Gladiator? They no. wear skirts. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Now we've gotten that out of the way. The Romans wore short, short, short skirts. Yeah. That's why the Roman Empire declined. <laughs> because they wore skirts. Yeah. And that's why Scotland is still around. Um, those are warmer skirts. Ah, so if the Romans had only worn warmer skirts in hot Italy, then they would have been fine, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's because of the lead in the in the in the cups. In the cups. Okay, well that's that's quite away away from from skirts, but sure. We were talking about the decline of the Roman Empire. Yeah, fair enough. It's Le because lead of the lead in the, in the in the in the cups. And the the man wore, wore the man wore skirts, which is which is what, mom? <laughs> Tread carefully, please. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say? They were pussies. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Uh, the Romans were apparently uh, pussies, <laughs> which I might add is. Quite a misogynist uh, slur <laughs> to to suggest that a pussy is something <laughs> negative or or that oh, femininity yeah. in general is is weaker. That that's not quite quite right. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, let's talk about Suicide Squad because the decline of the Roman, Roman Empire, Empire we cannot solve. Over. <laughs> no, that's not quite relevant. But Wonder Woman can have can can shave her legs and her armpits because yeah, that's, that looks much well, more that was civilized that too. But it was around back mm -hmm. then, like in in ancient civilizations, people did know how to wax, and the Romans did know how 
to get rid of their beards. That too. That's that's a little easier, probably. No, they did it uh, very painful. Oh, really? Yeah. Wonderful. Why don't I know that? They How can shave. I remove they my? They removed it. Lovely. Why didn't I? Why don't I do that? Does Wonder Woman lack one breast? No, unfortunately well, that's, not. That's much more interesting than hairy armpits. Absolutely, but that is something that has because been discussed. Because that is what they say about the Amazons. I know, I know, which would have been interesting. Of course, but it's, you know, it's you a, went also to a classic education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your mother. <laughs> we're, we're very proud people. Um, <laughs> because maybe they think we are a bit stupid, especially me. But I went to school. Yeah, she her her Latin and Greek is just no wait, just your Latin you you dropped Greek uh is is much better than her English. So don't don't <laughs> think that she's stupid just because of how she sounds. I know the British accent might be jarring, but uh no, she has she has some brain in there. My Latin is much better than my Greek, that's for sure. <laughs> uh. Mine too. Like I, I've been tutoring some some people in Greek, and every time it's like, oh God, I haven't done this as much as Latin, and it feels so long ago. And because I've I've, I've sort of kept up my Latin, it's it's easier for me. But that's neither here nor there. Um, should we go to our uh, usual segment of sort of sidetracking into movies we watched voluntarily? Because we- <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a good idea. Because uh, we've we've been to uh, dancer in between. We've been to I've been to Life Animated. We've been to Life, which is a different movie from Life Animated. Which one uh, would you like to discuss first? We always keep these short. Oh, our dog found its way upstairs somehow. Somebody let her loose. Somebody. Hi, doggy. If you hear anything weird, it's probably the dog messing up our recording. My mom took her in her lap, so if anything goes wrong, it's on her. But she seems sweet right now. She's she's just lying there. People should know the whole extended family. So, besides Eli and number two, we have Amy and Lizzie. Yeah. And Lizzie is now licking my hand and sitting on my lap. It's what she likes to do best. She's a multi-poo. Yeah, she's now five months old. She's she's lovely. September 19th. Yes, six months. Six? Oh, wow. You're, you have a half birthday coming up. Um, no. But which movie would you like to sort of go through? Which one made the most impact? Oh, Dancer. Dancer, for sure. You took me there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, I, it fits sort of stealing the remote. That is that it is was fair. your invitation to see it. But I, but didn't. I didn't have to force you. No, you, not you were at just all. like, sounds like a good title. I'm coming along. Yes, I saw the trailer and I thought, yes, this is mm. something I like. I hadn't even seen the trailer. I just knew I would love it. So, dancer, is it an, is it out in America? Probably, yes. probably, but just in quite limited release, probably because it's a documentary and people don't care about documentaries. Well, it's about Sergei Polunin. Uh, a dancer from Ukraine who got his education in uh, London and was the first, the youngest... Not the first, probably. No, the youngest um, first dancer of the London Ballet yeah, the at 19. The principal, the principal at 19. It was... At 19. And at uh, 23, 22, he quit 
which was a huge scandal because no one quits. I mean, it's, it's you don't quit the, the principal role in the royal ballet. Don't let him do that. Sorry, Her. sorry. Didn't mean um, to confuse your gender identity, Lizzie. But uh, the what made the most impact on me, and that's also a private thing. One of the reasons in an interview. He said, um, my mother forced me all my youth to dance and uh, it was too hard. And well, as a mother, it yeah. makes you think. So afterwards, I think the first thing I said to you, well, what's the, what's the message of this film? Should I have forced you more or is it good that I didn't force you as much yeah, as I should have? <laughs> he, he definitely felt pushed and it was like ballet was, wasn't his choice necessarily, even though he got amazingly good at it but what i took away from the movie was just god damn it i need to take classes again yeah but but without this pushing he wouldn't have come where he came oh absolutely and it's a family that that essentially gave up everything for him to make it possible and that of course motivated him and, and made him do that much to get better at it and there is our other dog who also found the way upstairs which they're not supposed to do and the door is supposed to be closed but oh who cares hi amy hi now everyone's got a dog in their lap and the dogs are happy yeah they've got company again this is a dog's house yeah but what do you think of life in general just just life how's your life going <laughs> <laughs> no, the the movie. That, that no, I wanted to say out. about Sergei Polunin. Oh, sorry. You go uh, on YouTube and you um, type uh, Sergei Polunin, or uh, uh, he, it's it's the first a, thing that comes up. Yeah. What's the song? He he's uh, um, Hosier. Hosier. Yeah. So Taking after he shirt. quit dancing, he uh, he made a, a, a video. On Hosier's uh, Take Me to Church, where he dances all his despair out. <laughs> yeah, his, he, he made a sort of last dance and uh, showed that to the world and, and basically told his story again. And it's, and it's, it's on YouTube really and it got uh, 4 million hits. Well, 14, but yes. 14, meanwhile, okay. 15 now. But. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just me and her. <laughs> it's great. He's a great dancer and he has beautiful, beautiful eyes. Yeah, he has and these really, really crazy clear eyes. It's wonderful. Really light, really strange. A very talented boy, I should say, because he's not much older than Eli. Yeah. And he has a Joker tattoo, which I don't even have. So who's the fan On his here? left shoulder, yes. So we could relate to that. Yeah, that was enough for me. Like, oh, there's a ballet dancer who has a Joker tattoo and a movie about him. Sure, I'll go, I'll go. So it fits in perfectly in this podcast because it's about the Joker. Yeah, exactly. There's always a link. Yes. Well, and talking about life, <laughs> that was really funny because that was my invitation. I wanted to go and I say, well, let's see life. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, I don't know. Yeah, how to he picks it. his role well. So I thought, well. well, I love this guy. Uh, this must be good. Wherever he plays, it's all right. Well, what a surprise! Because I didn't know anything. It was a, it was a spaceship. 
But then I found out it was just uh, Alien Revisited. I just missed Sigourney Weaver. But I enjoyed myself. It isn't a bad movie. No, it's well well done. Like, it's, it's, it's not necessarily original, but it executes the concept well. The stupid thing I found... You know, they get life from Mars. It's asleep and they make it alive again. They wake it up. This life, this these cells. And then this scientist is all, wow, he, he's calling it a Kelvin, the creature, which is uh, only, uh, uh, you can only see it through a microscope. But of course, it grows. <laughs> and... Um, you know, you don't have to see... I, I don't particularly like science fiction movies, but okay, you've seen a few in, in your life. And it's also predictable. You know, yeah, it'll gonna grow. It'll be killing all the people in the spaceship. Yes, the people on Earth will desert them and they will lock them up because it cannot come to Earth. And of course it comes to Earth. But it's nicely done. It's not... Um, it's very surprising. Everything you expect is happening. <laughs> maybe that's surprising. Yeah, maybe, but it just does what it sets out to do. And it doesn't do it poorly. No, and it's... And I, it, it continues to engage. What I find interesting about life is that there is a peacefulness uh, throughout the whole movie. Though there is... Um, this danger and this creature who wants to kill them. What stays with me is the the peacefulness and the tranquility of life in space. In yeah. the beginning, you see Jay Gyllenhaal. He is a, an astronaut who has the record of being in space the longest time ever. And um, somewhere in, in a scene, he says, I don't want to go back there to these eight billion... Billion? Yeah. Uh, million would be less than we have in the Netherlands, so it's it's billion. I thought, well, anyhow. Again, the peace and tranquility, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal says, I don't want to go back to Earth. I like it here. I like the calmness and the peacefulness and the, the uh, humming, no, the zzz. Yeah, the, of the, the machines, the, the buzz, the, the buzz um, of everything, and yes, it's it's a really that was done really good. I, I could feel it. I could relate to what he was saying that it is peaceful to be there and to be um, floating <laughs> all yeah. the time. This was also very nicely. Uh, for, to me, it was new. Maybe it was done before, but to me, it was new that one of the astronauts. Had a had a. Uh, he was disabled. He yeah. was disabled and um, normally would have been in a wheelchair, but due to the fact that he was in the spaceship, he could float also. So he couldn't. He, he didn't feel anymore that his legs couldn't move, which was a nice idea. I thought. Yeah, it was. And when was he dies, nice it's touch. also nice. He says, "Oh yeah, it's pick wonderful. me up, pick me up, make me loose, so I can float." And floatingly he dies. That yeah. was nicely done. It was, well, there was, of course, there's violence. They all die. But it was a peaceful movie that, in, in retrospect. Yeah, I get that. And what I found uh, also very nice, I don't know the better word, um, because a week before I saw Hidden Figures. 
Mm. And yes. it's like, way what we, we, we came a long way in, in only 40, 50 years. Because in hidden picture, picture, <laughs> hidden figures, um, they are wrestling with, uh, with uh, mathematics to get, uh, to get a spaceship into space yeah. and to get it back to Earth. And now in 2017, we found life on Mars, apparently. So we've yes. come a long way. No, yeah. but, but the spaceship and the, all the elec, all the electronics now. And, um, well, it's totally believe it doesn't seem like science fiction because mm. they can follow everyone in the spaceship uh, with a, because they have an implant probably somewhere. Yeah, just a tracker on their suit. It's not that hard. No, but if you think about it, this is normal. You, you can relate to that. Uh, yeah, you just prisoners have the same thing. You, they can be followed by their ankle. Monitors, um, yeah. Yeah. And um, the um, the contrast between the two was nice. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, we came a long way, as as not necessarily uh, all for the good. But if you see those two movies shortly after one another, it's 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 a huge step for mankind. Let's say yeah. like that. And I mean, also just uh, regarding the issues that Hidden Figures tries to play on, there is a black disabled man. In space, there are women in space. It's, yeah, some some things have improved. And yeah, just on the sci-fi side of things, we do accept things as perfectly believable and possible that are possible now that would have been sci-fi back in the day. So yeah, it's, because it's when weird... I was a child, I, I, I read comics too. For instance, The Jetsons. And everything oh, yes. that was sci-fi and The Jetsons... And as a child, I thought it'll never be like that. You know, it was as far from me as the Flintstones. Well, most of it is now real. Yeah. Well, the, the, we don't all have, have robots with a personality in our house. But not still, yet. Not yet. Not quite. But we'll get there. No, not necessarily. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Will I need people for company still? Yeah. But ah. if, if, it's, if it's a robot like uh, Rutger Hauer in uh, Blade Runner... You, you wouldn't mind. Maybe. <laughs> we saw a beautiful play by Wunderbaum, which is a, a Dutch theater company, a very good one, um, where they um, thought about the future and about robots. And one of the scenes, they had a robot. Well, that's not that's not science fiction because it exists already. Um, but they, turned, they had a, a male robot to uh, fill the sexual needs of the woman, which I found... Well, maybe not bad. <laughs> you could relate to that, as you yeah. would say. Yeah, and it was a man who was, oh, yeah, well, this this male robot does what you want and is always um, making you feel good. Not not necessarily sexually, but also, well, telling you all the time you're a good person, you're doing swell, you look good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, being having affirmation. Uh, by which we come to the next movie, Her. One of the finest movies I've seen the last year. Yes. Was that last year? La the it's last years. Yeah, okay. Um, which, which, her, wonderful. Which is also not really science fiction anymore. I loved her. And yeah. that's, um, it's Jake Gillen, it's not Jake Gillenhall, but the no, other one. Phoenix. Phoenix, not Jake, River, but the little Joe brother. Joe and Phoenix, which is also, those, those are at this point. 
point, I, I'd say the two finest actors I uh, know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of and fine Scarlet actors. is again in that movie as well. We keep coming back to Scarlett yeah. Johansson, Jesus. And the, the big difference between Will Smith and Joaquin Phoenix, I'd say, is every film I see with Joaquin, I have to look twice or three times and then say, oh, yeah, it's him. Yeah, because I don't recognize the guy I, at all. He's totally different every film. And Will yeah. Smith, every film you say, oh, there's Will Smith. Yeah. That's the difference. too recognizable. Yeah. Jake also, but but he's yeah, also but different. He's, he's, he changes up his roles a, a bit more and has made some great career choices over the years. But in conclusion, there is one more thing I would like you to watch, and that is the new Justice League trailer that came out yesterday. As Suicide Squad sort of leads into Batman uh, finding this group of other metahumans. Well, not like he's a metahuman, but other superheroes mm -hmm. to build his Batman squad, as mm -hmm. you'd say. There is a trailer of it, and uh, I'm interested to see what you think. And we watch it now. Yes. Live. On the air. Wow. Oh, you see, that's almost science fiction that you can do this. Yeah, it's it's amazing what, what the technique... Because in my uh, age, I technology. always... At my age, I always think, uh, if we talk too much, maybe the tape will go to end but there's no tape you know no this this won't end yeah wow it's a horse mm -hmm. i tell the people what i see it's mm -hmm. a man on a horse it's time warner dc together Wonder Woman. Arthur Curry. The Aquaman. Aquaman? Yes. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Who's he? Cyborg. Spider-Man? It's not me. Spider-Man? No. The Flash. Yes. That's a Flash from the television. Well, it's a different actor. This is Ezra Miller. Who you know. Oh, that's why I recognize him. Yes. I love him. I love him too. It's because the perks of being a wallflower. Mm. Not because of Kevin. No, not necessarily, no. And again, music of my age. Why are they doing that all the time? This old music. Who's he? He's Barry Allen's dad, so the Flash's father who is in prison. Yeah, but the actor. Uh, Billy Crudup, I believe. Ah, she's great. Yep. Who's she? She is Gal Gadot, uh, an Israeli woman. Oh, that's why I love her. Yeah, of course he has a trident. It's Atlantis, come on. 
Okay, let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mind that. No. In spite of, well, I can look around. <laughs> I can look around this uh, Batman. Uh... Yeah, there are plenty of other characters. Come on now. <laughs> no, it's great. Oh, my God. So you make me an addict of these wonderful movies. That is the goal. This is uh, by Zack Snyder again, who is a visual genius, so that's why it looks pretty. No, the beginning is astonishing, beautiful. Absolutely, those those landscapes are so well. Probably computer animated, but oh no, they went on location in Iceland. They found ah. those places, so most of it is real. The snow might be added. I don't know. You never know what is CGI and what is not, but plenty of it is real. Looks great. November. Yep. For us. Or for everyone. For everyone. Okay, so it'll be a year later here. No. It's, <coughs> we are everyone. Um, <laughs> we are everyone. That's a good good sentence. Yeah. Guys, we are everyone. No. And Wonder Woman will come out first. But that that's a prequel, so it doesn't quite logically follow from, from Suicide Squad or anything. Well, there's nothing logical about these films, so... Then, I don't mind. Oh, come on. I logic. am open-minded. I watch anything. <laughs> oh, there's there's a logic, trust me. You'll you'll get there. You'll explain it. I'm sure you will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, maybe we end this ordeal. <laughs> we we might have gone on for long enough. So, um I hope people are still listening. I hope there are two or three out there. Following, following, blah, 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 following us, that would be nice. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter. Choose an email if you're feeling old-fashioned. And uh, keep on listening, because we'll be back probably sometime. I'm not guaranteeing it'll be exactly next week, but you know how things go. <sighs> we'll try to be regular. Exactly. Good night. Bye. Oh. <laughs> and it is um well what what my uh, my english is failing me that is the cliche like hey this is will smith mills the <clears throat>